Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors, LLC, GA, and or their investment advisor representatives. This is Financial Focus with Jeffrey Bird from Financial Concepts. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jeffrey provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financials, provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Financial Focus with Jeffrey Bird. Hello and welcome back to Financial Focus. My name is Jeffrey Bird from Financial Concepts Wealth Management. If you would like more information about what you hear during the show today, please give us a call at 702-346-1335 or visit us online at www.financialconceptsmesquite.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The title of today's show is What to Know About Taxes in 2022. During today's show, we're going to highlight some of the tax filing issues that may raise the interest of the folks at the IRS. A Kiplinger article, 23 IRS Audit Red Flags, explains that the first potential area of concern is neglecting to report all of your taxable income. Don't forget that the IRS receives copies of all the 1099s and W-2s that you receive, which means it's essential to report all of your taxable income. IRS computers are capable of cross-checking all of your forms with the income that's written on your return. A mismatch will spur the computer to produce a bill that will be mailed to you. If you receive a 1099 that shows income that isn't yours or that lists incorrect income, make sure the issuer files a corrected form with the IRS. Finally, report all income sources on your 1040, regardless of whether or not you receive a 1099 or similar form. Income you generate by doing things like driving for Uber, giving lessons, or selling crafts online is all taxable. Next, you should be aware that the more income you make, the more likely it is you will be audited. The fact is, for most everyday Americans, the risk of being audited is low. But as your income rises, so do your odds of being audited. In fact, according to the article, the IRS has a high wealth exam squad that focuses exclusively on the super rich. This team audits these people's 1040 returns as well as the returns for entities they control, both in the United States and overseas. The source goes on to say that currently, President Joe Biden is pushing for more higher income filers to get audited. Biden wants Congress to give the IRS $1 billion over 10 years so it can enhance enforcement efforts against wealthy people, large corporations, and pass-through entities like partnerships and LLCs. It's anyone's guess as to whether what Biden is proposing will become reality, but this much is clear. If you're a high earner, Make sure you're keeping a very close watch on how your taxes are filed. Don't cut corners 
because in the end, doing so just is not worth the risk. The next potential IRS red flag is claiming higher than average deductions, losses, or credits. Specifically, if the deductions, losses, or credits on your return are unusually large when compared to your income, the IRS may take a closer look at your return. Claiming a large loss for something like the sale of rental property or other investments can also give the IRS pause. However, if you have the correct documents proving your deductions, losses, or credits, you should absolutely claim them. Nobody should ever feel like they have to pay more to the IRS than what they actually owe. The next thing that may get you into hot water with our friends at the IRS is taking large charitable deductions. Charitable contributions not only help our communities and the causes we care about, they are also good write-offs. But if your donations are strangely large when compared to, you, to your overall income, the IRS is probably going to notice. The IRS knows what the average charitable donation is for people at your income level. Additionally, if you don't get an official appraisal for property donations, or if you neglect to file IRS Form 8283 for non-cash donations greater than $500, you could become an even larger audit target. Finally, hang on to your various supporting documents like receipts for cash and property contributions. Another common IRS red flag is donating a conservation or facade easement. As the Kiplinger article 23 IRS audit red flags mentions, if you've donated a conservation or facade easement to charity, or if you're an investor in a partnership, LLC, or trust that made that kind of donation, there's a good shot you're going to hear from the IRS. The IRS has made fighting back against abusive syndicated conservation easement deals a high priority. The article's next potential red flag is running a business, which is often a way to gain the attention of the IRS. While Schedule C is rich with good tax deductions for the self-employed, it's also an easy target for IRS agents on the lookout for people claiming excessive deductions or not claiming all of their income. The IRS is likely to look at both higher grossing sole proprietorships and smaller ones. Sole proprietorships reporting at least 100,000 of gross receipts on Schedule C and are a cash intensive business like a restaurant or bar are particularly likely to be audited. Additionally, business owners who report significant losses on Schedule C, particularly if those losses can be offset entirely or in part by other reported income, like wages, are also at greater risk for an audit. Claiming rental losses is a way to end up with an IRS bullseye on your back. As the article explains, the passive loss rules generally prevent the deduction of rental losses, but there are two exceptions. First, if you actively participate in renting out your property, you can claim as much as $25,000 of loss against your other income. This allowance phases out as your adjusted gross income reaches $100,000 and vanishes entirely at $150,000. Second, there's an exception for real estate professionals who spend more than 50% of their working hours 
and more than 750 hours annually materially participating in real estate as developers, brokers, landlords, and similar work that allows them to write off losses. Be aware that as the article notes, the IRS is known to be particularly aggressive when it comes to closely analyzing big rental real estate losses, particularly when they're written off by people claiming to be real estate professionals. Another way to raise the IRS's eyebrows is to report multiple years of losses on Schedule C of the Form 1040 for an activity that sounds like a hobby while also having significant income from other sources. The IRS is on the lookout for filers who, year after year, report large losses from hobbies to help try and offset income like wages or business or investment earnings. To properly deduct a loss, you have to be running the activity like a business and have a reasonable expectation of making a profit. Next, when you depreciate a vehicle, you must list on Form 4562 the percentage of its use during the year that was for business purposes. If you claim 100% business use of a vehicle, the IRS is very likely to be suspicious. After all, it's very rare for a person to actually use a vehicle exclusively for business, especially if that person has access to the vehicle for personal use. Furthermore, the IRS casts a keen eye on heavy SUVs or large trucks used for business, especially when they're bought late in the year. That's because these types of vehicles are eligible for better depreciation and expensing write-offs. It's important to keep thorough mileage logs and a detailed calendar for every road trip. Poor record keeping will make it harder to defend your deduction. Also, bear in mind that if you use the IRS's standard mileage rate, you can't also claim expenses for repairs and insurance. We've put together a fact sheet that answers one critical tax question, pay now or pay later. There are certain retirement saving tools like Roth 401ks and Roth IRAs where you pay taxes now. But with certain other retirement savings tools like traditional 401ks and IRAs, you may be able to pay the taxes later. Our fact sheet explores several of your potential options under both the pay now and pay later umbrellas. Contact my office today to get your complimentary tax fact sheet and learn how while you don't have a choice if you pay taxes, you may have a choice about when you pay them. If you enjoy the show today, please visit www.financialconceptsmesquite.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And finally, if you would like more information on what we discussed today, please give us a call at 702-346-1335. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Be safe and God bless. Thank you for listening to Financial Focus. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Jeffrey Bird at Financial Concepts. Call 702 346 1335 or visit them online at financialconceptsmesquite.com. 
Jeffrey Bird offers investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-855-0508, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Gradient Advisors, LLC, and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Financial Concepts, Inc. is not a registered investment advisor, is not an affiliate of Gradient Advisors, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through Jeffrey Bird, independent agent. Financial Concepts, Inc., Jeffrey Bird, and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.